Welcome to Digital Nightmares, where one lucky host gets to choose their nightmare. You can check out the previous episode if you haven't listened. That's when Jasmine chose my game, actually, this time for the um, episode discussion. Uh, my name is Max, and I am joined by Jasmine. Hello. Eric. Hey, hey. Dan. And, and that's it. Uh, so we all played the winning game again, which was on my game. Uh, very <laughs> proud of myself. Uh, Withering Rooms. Prepare for this episode. We um, all played it um, so we can talk about it. Um, and if you haven't played it, we might spoil a little bit, but I, I don't know how deep we're going to get into this because this is a little bit longer of a game than some of the games we've been playing in the past. Um, but after we've gone over that a, a little bit, Jasmine will decide whether this gets a thumbs up or not. And, or she could give that uh, thumbs up to another one of the games that was suggested last time, which was um, Buddy Simulator 1984 from Eric or A Place Forbidden um, from uh, Dan. And one of those could get the bonus point. So we'll have to see what happens. <laughs> but um, first, we'll just uh, give a little introduction to Withering Rooms. So I guess since I, unless someone else wants to do it. I think I, you should uh, do it since it was your I'll game, do it Max. Though. I'll do it since it was mine. Okay. Yeah, Max, um, you got this. So basically, Withering Rooms is like a 2.5D Resident Evil classic survival horror sort of experience. So it's mostly about, you know, sneaking around some enemies sometimes or avoiding them using different items and spells. And you can even fight them if you choose to. But it's not the best idea to fight every enemy that you come across. And there's a lot that you can sneak around or use items to avoid in a variety of different ways. There's even items that you can do that trick enemies into thinking that you are the enemies. Um, it has sort of a Victorian sort of look to its environments. Um, everything is, or maybe it would be, I would get confused between the Victorian and Edwardian. And Edwardian. One of those yeah. periods. Um, it um, has that sort of pretty look. pretty sure it's a Victorian mansion. We'll, yeah. we'll call it Victorian. Um, and it also has a um, roguelite element where essentially uh it's divided up into different levels i guess you could call it that and um each at the if you die at one point in each level it will give you start you at the beginning of that level again um, but it will mix the rooms around and and change it up a little bit but not tremendously so you can still find your way around the same general structure kind of stays the same and you sort of follow this um girl who was sent to an asylum um when the asylum is this Victorian mansion that was converted some time ago. And um, now you are stuck in a dream that you must escape. And that's basically the, the, uh, the gist of the plot and you're meeting all these characters and there's magic is realness. As I mentioned before, um, it's got a sort of dark, you know, um, uh, sort of like the, the Alice games and Alice in Wonderland or a little bit of Silent Hill, too, with the uh, monsters, and especially with some of the sounds they make, too, I've, I've noticed. But, yeah, it's, it's um, interesting. Quite a interesting deep game. World. And, yeah, quite deep compared to what we've been playing uh, <laughs> in the past. This is about, you know, it's a full, like, full-length 10-hour game. So, yep. What, what did you guys think? Yeah, I, I was worried, of course, when you said that there was stealth. But like Max mentioned in the last episode, that's just one of one of the few ways you can get past monsters. They're pretty easy to take down and you can kind of roll past them and, and just run away. So I was <laughs> pleased that there wasn't too much hiding in it. Yeah. I, I just generally mm -hmm. like 
took that small little knife to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the combat's not bad at all. And and really, the stealth is just if you want to, it's an an option. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like some attention could be paid. I mean, there's like different things you could talk about this game, but like the combat and like the loadouts and the different ways you kind of collect tools and weapons and the play styles you can have around that are super interesting and like stealth just plays into that it's more of like oh yeah a play style you could choose to play this game as you have those options yeah there's i mean it's almost like an immersive sim in that way where like there's so many different ways you can play the game i mean so many you can choose to focus on spells i mean sometimes you need to use them you can use like items that like you skip past enemies you can just run past them you can you, you can use stealth there's just like so many different ways to kind of get around the world, um, however you would like. Kind of a lot of fun. They did a pretty good job with it too. I usually am annoyed when there's like a whole bunch of different systems and crafting and skill trees and stealth mm-hmm. or combat or roll or whatever. But like it was pretty straightforward. You can collect your items and then just use more of whatever you want to use or ignore the rest. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think they like introduced them too at a pretty good pace. You know, you were ne- I was never really like overwhelmed by like. I have too many options. And again, like if you don't want to, you don't have to use all of the options at the same time or do anything crazy like that. That's pretty easy to run around. Yeah. I, I made like a straight away in a text straight away into like a couple rings that gave me damage bonuses and then just made like a really heavy damage. Build. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys got into the game that far. If you guys had like a build that you were looking for or building it. I was uh, starting. I was just going to say, yeah, I, I also got, I don't know if everyone gets it at the first, but it's like plus 25 damage to com- uh, like combat or something melee combat yeah um, was, so, it, was yeah. it a permanent ring yeah yeah it was a permanent ring oh yeah i don't remember i might have gotten that one um, i think the rings that are permanent get rolled if they're permanent or not but those rings do show up um <laughs> yeah it's non-permanent items yeah so when they say permanent um the rogue light mentioned uh, that max mentioned if you die in this game you restart back to the first room that you originally began in and you can kind of start all over and your permanent items stay with you when everything else disappears and you have to recollect it. And you mm-hmm. get to remember some things. Mm-hmm. Yes, as you go along, you get like tokens that allow you to remember items. So you can do these kind of build-like things. You can choose to have a specific weapon or a specific number of items. Yeah, and, you, and you get the more, items. yeah. Oh, the axe, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, the, axe the pipe is... was the best. The axe is pretty good. Yeah, the pipe was the best. Yeah, pipe is better than axe. Um, and there, you can eventually, mm-hmm. there's even a gun you can get. I didn't get that far, but I, I do know that you, <laughs> there is one you can get. Um, yeah, but like basically the remembering system I think works pretty well. Like where it's like basically you have to fight enemies and get like, as Eric said, like tokens. So like, like a toe or, and there's a nice handy like um, thing which tells you which enemies give you what. Because the requirements for getting a oh, new yeah. like remembering slot um, are different depending on like how many items you have remembered. Yeah. No, it's. I feel like I think someone said someone had mentioned it here, but like the game does a really good job of just walking you through all these mechanics quite quickly um, and quite like clearly. There's nothing that I was really confused about at any point. And when something new popped up, I kind of like I almost immediately got something new right after I learned that skill, mm-hmm. and I was able to use it right away, which really helped. Yeah. If we're describing too many, like, you know. No, this is a very systems heaven, heavy parts. game. It's kind of like you can't really talk yeah. about it without the, the discussing systems, the systems, I think. But the systems are, I think, feel very intuitive. Mm-hmm. 
Especially because you just have like the two de- two degrees of motion, you know, like back and forth. It's a two D yeah. two D game. Yeah, the the yeah. one thing I never really oh sorry. Oh, what were you gonna say, Max? Oh, the the, the one thing with the two D uh, that I never really got a full handle on was like the um, I was just like terrible at like basically you know like not what is it called like dodging I guess um like, like the rolls. Oh, oh not the rolls so much but like dodging back i just like could not like every time i got into combat i would just immediately just go into i'm just gonna hit wildly <laughs> oh, i did have a lot of instances where i would do a little jump back and like still be in their range yeah oh, that was annoying yeah uh, but then you got to use things like those uh you know dummies to like get in some extra attacks no, I was just going to ask, did you guys get into like some of the secret areas and do some of like the secret challenges and that kind of stuff? Not that we don't have to describe the secret challenges. I found uh, a few secrets. I actually, so this is maybe a bit of what didn't work for me, but I got stuck for like over an hour where for some reason mm-hmm. I had no enemies like at all. And I really didn't want to look it up. I thought maybe like something was going on because there's a lot of oh, stuff yes. in this game. So I was just um, wandering around for over an hour. Like, uh, at a certain point where I had to collect something from one specific enemy to get further. I know what you're talking about. I not find anyone, and then I was wandering around in, like, the pitch black area that you're, I don't think, supposed to explore Ah, till later. This happened to me. (laughs) Doing that for, like, 45 minutes, I did pick up a few secrets before I gave up and Ah. restarted. That, That exact same scenario happened to me. There is a basement you can go to, but it's pitch black, and... I didn't know you could get a lantern. I had I had whatever. Oh game, my but god! I didn't know you could get it. So that was the what? thing. I was trying to get the lantern, and I was I like, didn't... "Well, I'm gonna need to find a monster." Maybe I, okay, I thought you guys were getting stuck somewhere else. No, I was like, I'm, "Max, I'm so dumb because I have no sense of direction." I had been out in the garden, and I swear, like, I did not see him. Anyways, I'm in the mm-hmm. basement. I'm lost as like. Seriously, 45 minutes, an hour, just walking back and forth in the dark. I can't even get out. And then I did find a note about the a three-door thing. I don't know if that was a secret. Oh, yeah, that's, that's one of the ones I was thinking of. The, yeah. I don't even remember what that one door. is. If you, like, open a door three times and then go in the oh, door. Oh, yes. Like, yeah. It will take you, doesn't it take you to a, a random room? place called the wrong door no, no, or the wrong room. Oh. The wrong door. The wrong room. No, I actually, I remember reading that, but I never actually did it because I, I, I was more focused on the other. I think I literally just forgot that I should. That was cool. <laughs> I that. that was a really cool little yeah. mechanic. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you, you would never pick up know some stuff if, you, in the wrong room. if you didn't see that note, you would never know. Yeah. Actually, it, I do because it happened to me. <laughs> oh, really? Just randomly? I opened, I opened a door a bunch and closed it a bunch trying to evade a monster <laughs> and went in the wrong room. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. I think I might have picked up the note, but I completely completely forgot so i was just like opening and closing the door and then got into the wrong room somehow of course we're going into spoiler territory here that was great yeah did you guys how far did you guys get did you guys finish or i was stuck for a very long time (laughs) the game is kind of long yeah yeah i I have a confession to make (laughs) i got lost Uh in the dark for an hour i i think i eventually did turn on the lights and then i died rage quit Uh uh-huh I was back in the dark. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch the rest oh, of you, you killed, you killed the butcher um, guy or whatever? I remember kind of being in that kitchen area. Isn't there just like 
a switch or something like you put in a combination or i kind of can't remember so with the butcher i'm trying to remember too i think with the butcher you have to kill the butcher and then he'll give you like uh well that's not to turn on the lights you can turn yeah. on the lights without killing the butcher but you need to kill the butcher in order to get to the like the next step i can't remember what like the butcher you do but he's like it, kind of like it, the it first wasn't boss my, like, quests to to kill the butcher or talk to him or something like that but no, I was trying to find mm-hmm. the witch in the basement. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. where I was too. Honestly, the worst part was after you yeah, w- wander around in the dark, like just entering doors when you see the little button appear. Every once in a while, you do get a room with some light or like one little mm-hmm. torch, and you're like, "Oh, okay, hope I'll keep going." <laughs> they shouldn't you guys have are let playing this in, in the weirdest way I've ever before. heard because I'm like, but the. That was my confession, though, was like, it's not the game's fault that I'm effing terrible with directions. Like, I I just, like, kept going in and out of the same place. And, like, there's this cursed room (laughs) where, like, there's, like, these piles of something that, like, curse you. And I was, like, so determined that there was some kind of secret in there. So, anyways, I kept, like, getting super cursed, wasting candles. And then I think... Maybe I did die once there too. But anyways, I got really frustrated at that part. So mm. I did watch a good chunk of it after. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I would say like there was a part that I did get stuck. I think I remember something with the lantern getting stuck at there at first. Um, I think I might have just looked it up like what you're supposed to do. Um, there are some things here and, and it was worth pointing out that this game is actually still in early access. Um, the whole game is available. Um, so if you do want to get it, uh, I think it's going to be at a, it's at a reduced price from what it will be for during its full release. Um, but like, so for that bug that Dan had, um, where like there weren't any monsters appearing, um, the fix for that one actually is to determined start the night over going. again. You just need to restart. But to um, <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. But like, th- there will be some errors or some things like this that I think definitely, I hope at least, will be like worked out yes, and fixed maybe. with the full release. I would love that. Um, I think there's some other small areas like the visuals. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there's a few clunky looking things that clearly are a bit more, um, you know, placeholder yeah, or like sort of like, just meant to mm-hmm. work. Like all the models and the way they interact and that kind of stuff. But it doesn't really take away from yeah, the. Yeah, actually, I, I, when I was originally like picking it out and looking at it, I I thought it looked like worse in the screenshots until I was actually playing it. Mm. And then I was like, I actually thought it looked mm. like way better than I expected it to. And it has this sort of like, uh, I don't know, like that like awkwardness. I kind of actually right? liked it. Oh, I, I, you know I, what? You're right. Yeah, yeah. The, it, it, again, kind of like brought me back to like playing like Resident Evil 1 or something like that. And uh I don't know. I, I kind of like the clunkiness, and it was kind of creepy too, especially with some of the monsters that are like wandering around in like very jerky ways. So you know what this game really reminded me of in that way was a game called. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was of just Rose. gonna bring it's that up. PS2. Yeah, it's, it looks so much like Rose. And it feels a lot like mm-hmm. it in a very good way, I would say, without the weird 3D. I mean, you know, everybody loves tank controls, but without 3D. <laughs> There's some tank controls that are associated. It's okay. It's okay, Eric. You can admit you don't like tank tank controls. No, they're great. I, I think that's. I perfect. didn't want to get ratted out on by. A... <laughs> I felt like <laughs> my jazz, my Ruler jazz. Rose had to be a direct uh, inspiration because not only was it the whole orphanage thing, the graphics were quite similar in that dark Victorian tone, and then 
Even like the chalk menu mm-hmm. was very ruler rose. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It felt great. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I think it definitely has that and a little bit of um, a little bit of clock tower too. I mean, especially oh, yeah. with how it plays. But again, like not so like combat focused or, or sorry other way around uh, it's more combat focused than i would say and or yeah clock tower is you very like you can only tower. hide really this game you don't have to it's an option mm-hmm. i think the combat yeah really it did kind of give me the vibes of like those also like the you know like the later ones like clock tower three or haunting ground so that kind of often kind of goofy um but at the same time uh, like you know creepy <laughs> it feels kind of uh, you know, like that sort of vibe I was kind of getting from it. Oh yeah. Uh, so you know, it it's a. I think it's been described, or probably will be described as like a Dark Souls like, but it's really just because it's a roguelike, um, in which you're running around and collecting resources and dodging and attacking and learning kind of enemy patterns. Um, but mm-hmm. this kind of had a lot of similarities to another new game I've heard about, which is Dark and Darker, which is a similar like. Oh, I'm not actually sure what that is. Clunkier. Um, What's it called? A clunk, clunkier Tarkov style game in which you're like going in and doing oh. missions and then extracting with materials, but you're in like a fantasy dungeon. Um, both just I'm really enjoying this wave of kind of slightly more fantasy or at least melee melee based like um, you know character action games. Could we call this a character action? I suppose. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it, it in some ways it almost plays like um. Which I'm sure uh, <laughs> explains why Jasmine got lost. Is it is almost a little bit Metroidvania like um, in the way that it kind of plays. Um, it has like these funnel hallways. It, well, it's more leaning towards the Castlevania side of things, but yeah. um, it kind of plays like that a little Did bit. But it's much more condensed than something like that. You can always get a mini map. What? Are yeah, you a serious? A map? A you can yeah, you can always bubble a map. Oh, I was. I'm making a shot. Oh my god, I was wondering about that. Right I was now. like, Are you seriously? How did you get lost? The There's like a map you can. Use. Although to be fair, I had the map on the whole time and I was lost the entire time. Yeah, you so. just. I okay. I'm really sad now because <laughs> I did not know that there was a map at all. To be fair, I wasn't really like combing through the menu all that much, but it just through like the videos I was kind of watching after mm. I saw that someone had pulled up a map and I was like, Oh, they must have got that. <laughs> Damn I don't know it. if I just don't know how to read a map, but I like it didn't help me at all. It seemed like it was just a no, still image is. of like one part. I don't know if it was glitched or it was my map cartography skills. <laughs> well, were you in the dark? Could have been because of that. I mean, even in the dark. Oh yeah, maybe it doesn't map basement. in the dark. No, I was running around in the basement while it was dark, and I could see like rooms and that kind of stuff. It wouldn't label uh, them. Mm, but it might have been my playthrough because I think I just room. saw like dining hall and the adjacent mm, rooms, no perhaps. matter where I was. Yeah, maybe it could have been had an issue with. Uh, it seems like they were saying if that sort of thing happens, you can report mm. it, or and then also just yeah, restart yeah, the night because that sounds like it might have been an error. And the game's um, like, yeah, <laughs> when you start the game, it just tells you please report <laughs> issues. Okay, wait. So does it ever yeah. actually tell you that there's a map? I think I saw it in the when I looked through the controls. I thought so. So yeah. shocked. Maybe it might just say it in the controls. Yeah, you can have it. It's really handy because you can have yeah, it open for really, the entire time. You exactly. can just have it open while you're walking around. That would around. have saved me in the basement. Mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't, I kept getting lost in the dark because, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, upstairs. <laughs> I can't believe you guys went into the basement with no light like, and just thought I, that's what I you're mean, supposed to do. 
And I didn't know. I did and I mean, that. there was that thing that warned you it was dark. Kill. So I was like, oh, okay. It's meant to be dark. Yeah. yeah I saw, I saw that. I saw that and I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm not supposed to go down here. Not, I'm not, just going to go down here anyway. Down oh my gosh. Good job. Good job. Did you get to go to nowhere? Did you go to the uh, nowhere at all? That's uh, after like in that portal that kind of looks like a butthole, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Now, wait, wait. I'm getting confused. I just want to double check with the nowhere. You, you're not ta- Are you talking about the place that's underneath the stairs or the one that you have to go through the mirror? The mirror. The mirror. Okay. Because there's another place where you can like stairs, yeah. uh, you can sleep in a in a in a big man's coffin, and it will give you some sort of bonus that I can't remember. I think it like lets you keep your items if you die. Or something. Sounds very you sketchy. Pay him something. Mm. I can't quite remember. <laughs> the... Yeah, there's some deal. weird system, and you literally like sleep in this like Iron Maiden. I'm pretty sure, and or it might just be a coffin. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god. There is an Iron Maiden. You can lock yourself in. I was. Oh uh, yeah, I went in one of those. I think works, I so. I couldn't close it while I was in it though. Yeah, I try. yeah. Yeah, I wonder if you're supposed mm, to. Yeah, be I, to. I never even got close. <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna ask if anybody attempted the maze, but it doesn't sound like it. I I went and started trying oh, to do the maze. I I got the maze. Okay, I got, got the, the maze. maze. Okay. I couldn't get past like the beginning. I did. Uh, what is it that you you have to get real spooked first? You have to get really cursed. Yeah. Um, until you and that's how you actually get to the mirror. So there's mirrors everywhere, and this mirror system almost works like. And if you've played a Metroidvania before, like the like a um um. Uh, what, what would you call it? a fast travel yeah, system? Fast travel zone. Uh, so yeah. in you know in Hollow Knight, it's like those uh, bug terminal things that you use to like get around or whatever, or you know like that sort of thing. Or, or I think even Metro. I can't remember if Metro has something like that, but not coming to mind. But that sort of thing. Or Castlevania, where you have like the the mirror rooms where you can teleport across the map. So it has like those kind of things. But it's kind of interesting how you get there. You have to um, basically. Certain enemies will have like curse attacks. There's also like items or places where they will just have like constant curse poison just falling down. And you have to use that in order to be cursed enough to actually see into these mirrors that are everywhere that you unlock. And this is becomes the fast travel system that you unlock and it lets you get around the map really quickly. And that's where you meet <gasps> Eric's favorite character. <laughs> I don't mean to keep going on about it. I never even met this man. <laughs> oh. Gives you a camera. I, yeah, I didn't meet nowhere. him either. I just I was in nowhere and I saw the bu- the bulletin board with the pictures, but he wasn't there. No. Oh, maybe you you guys must have gone in too early. I think you have to mm. go in after a certain point. Yeah. I think yeah, that was probably it. I didn't even realize that's how you unlock the area. I thought. I guess I was just walking around extremely cursed for a long time <laughs> without noticing. <laughs> I thought it was just uncovering lots of mirrors. Eventually, it opened it. Ah. Uh. No, I think like the the lantern guy outs in, in the garden tells you like you need to be cursed. One of the guys tells you. I really you don't think I was cursed. I was I just, just in was the dark cursed. basement, and it asked me if I wanted to pull yeah. a curtain off of a mirror. Yeah, that's yeah. what happened. We had the same. Oh, <laughs> <Or> maybe. <laughs> maybe it's the dark. <laughs> Bumbling around, <laughs> lost in the dark for hours. And I think <laughs> discovering Dan, I things. Think you and I are the ones that get lost all the time, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! For the record, I hate I just, being lost in games. I mean, Aww. I don't hold it against the game. I just want them to hold right. my hand and I, tell me where I to love go. Exploring. This was definitely right. a dream for me. I was running around exploring, just checking out everything. It was the best. Oh, I can definitely see that. Yep, Eric. Wait, excuse me. You were running. Yeah. 
<laughs> Dude, I had fun. That's strange. Uh, was, that's not right. The Eric that I know would yeah, be. I've been bullied out of it. He would be walking. I've been bullied out of it, and/or I don't have enough time to actually play games properly anymore. So, sprint. <laughs> so you can only walk. No, I got to sprint. Sorry, you can. You have to sprint. Yeah. Never, never <laughs> sneak. I completely yeah. forgot and gave up on the sneak mechanic almost immediately and just sprinted at enemies and rolled yeah. through them. Oh wow, really? Yeah. I I kind of kept with the sprint mechanic up until I played a little bit. So the the first chapter is, um, like the lower areas of the house, and then once you go through the maze, um, and and encounter all these terrifying creatures that you have to basically just run by. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was killing you, uh, creatures in the maze. I killed some of them, but I would take the only ones I would kill in the maze were like the ones you take pictures of. Ah, uh, makes sense. Um. And the, those are like spirits. It almost works kind of like um, like Fatal Frame. So you have to take frame. pictures of like spirits that, and this is the only way you can you can attack them or, or take them out. Yeah. And you really have to with the spirits because like they're really annoying if you just oh, like try the guy to that's them. playing the piano. Is that one of them? Oh, that explains mm-hmm. why my yeah. tiny knife didn't work. Ah, I see. Yep, doesn't work on those. Poor um, Jazz didn't have yeah, enough they're... time for the game. <laughs> I, you know, no, I'm joking. I really liked this game despite not <laughs> playing all of it. I just, it's really seriously not the game's fault that I went into the dark and got lost. Yeah, I still want to, I'm still going to play through the rest yeah, of it. It's, it's like a cool it. game. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm going to yeah. finish this game for sure. So I collected really like cool. nine rings while I was running around also, in the dark before I killed myself. We got all. To um, got all the jewels. Oh yeah, that's the best. Yeah, the the one thing I would say is like with the game is I wish there was some difficulty between the standard and the easy difficulty because I've kind of messed around with both and it allows you to switch between them mm-hmm. um, at will. Basically, it just has to, it will switch over. Um, it won't fully switch over until you die or reset or something. But um, because I found the easy one like too easy, but the standard can be like really tough if you're not oh, using all, all of the, the systems. It's the best. Yeah, I mean, like, again, like, it's not like it's a bad way. It's just for me, I'm like, I don't really, I didn't really want to interact with all the systems. I <laughs> kind of choose which, how I kind of want to play a little bit more. Exactly. And it's really more in the, um, in the bosses where I kind of had that problem where I was like, I don't really want to have to, you know, use all, all of my spells and use all these things because it was a little too complicated for for me to kind of juggle them all but i could definitely see someone really liking that mm-hmm. like eric <laughs> well, it was good I'm, I'm excited for the new game plus as well there's apparently a really good new, new game plus on this game and that would be exciting to see oh. i'm assuming once you get more yeah. skills abilities and you have your systems down you can really hone it in on the new game plus mm-hmm. i didn't really yeah, get it's, into it's so definitely much. A... the mystery drive is there but i didn't get to complete a lot of it yet i'm excited to learn more yeah, yeah, it, it's kind of getting like pieces of it, like that this house was owned by, first owned by like a family, and then um, I, it, well, Eric, was it like someone died, and then um, yes, then they had to sell it, and then it became an um, asylum, and then like it turns out that like someone is like kind of trapped or like that they, they created, created the dream. dream world. Yeah, exactly. But also, oh, yeah. in between there somewhere it was like a cholera clinic. Yes, it was a cholera yeah. clinic for wealthy patients. Yeah, it's it's a bit. Uh, it's definitely a winding it's sort all of plays story and a winding narrative. Oh, and every yeah. new enemy you defeat gives you a little page about who they were, what they were in their life, and why they're like they are now. Yeah, that was cool. I liked that. Oh, 
I just was checking to see which items they dropped. Like I didn't actually stat page. Yeah, no. <laughs> and it tells you their yeah. stats, and it tells you like, oh, the groundskeeper. He's not very useful anymore, but we could at least nail the keys to the back <laughs> of his spine. <laughs> so it doesn't. Yeah, drop there's them. some great monster. De- Speaking of like the monsters, there's some great yeah. monster design in this one. Not necessarily the most uh, like unique like a lot of them are kind of like based off of other things but like they still feel like really distinct yes did you guys and see the chandelier man yeah that was oh good. yes okay it was cool that was really cool i mean a couple yeah. other points in the sound um in this game quite interesting like if talking about artistic stuff there was some good sound in this game definitely some fun music tracks though well, some mm-hmm. of them i'm sure mm-hmm. get repetitive so i'd love to hear some change um though i assume mm-hmm. that you're supposed to progress through the game quick enough that you're not getting bored of the music <laughs> yeah but like the inside the house sound i love the maze songs i liked a lot um mm-hmm. and that was really nice the creaking inside the house was getting a little yeah boring. the, the, the running? whole house creaks yeah yeah like, <laughs> <"Rear, rear, rear." laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah and then what else was i going to compliment that i really enjoyed about the design aspect of this game oh no i can't remember um <laughs> damn it but it's a, it's a good game it's, it's really nice. unique I mean, that it was uh i like I'd throw it in there yeah, yeah. perspective mm. yeah, i think oh, yeah, it worked really well did. for the game i'm quite imagine if you yeah, were really lost in 3d mm-hmm. I lost oh my god it'd be like you guys would have been like it's the best <laughs> lost and i think it definitely like takes some of the tension down if you're someone who's you know more spooked by things and wants to play something a little bit more chill mm. This is kind of something maybe that you might be interested in. Yeah, definitely approachable for sure. Mm-hmm. And definitely with the difficulties too. The only thing I'd say is like, come on guys, we need a difficulty between the two. <laughs> no, I think we need more hard difficulties. Nice. There you go. Yeah, I thought normal was, well, I <laughs> mean, at least in the very beginning, it was not difficult at all. Yeah, it, it, yeah, just it's not a stab at people until they go away. <laughs> yeah, until and I'd say the same thing until you get to the bosses, and then you actually need to do stuff. Otherwise, you just die. <laughs> but the one thing before um, the bosses, which I found actually pretty handy, if you did want to do it on normal, is you can um, basically there's like a save area, so you don't have to oh. restart if you die at the boss. You can keep trying it over and over again, um, and it, but it's like it's like a temporary save for that room only. Um, I fought like two of the bosses. Um, the second one was definitely pretty tough <laughs> compared to uh, a lot of the other enemies and encounters you get. Mm-hmm. No, I, I thought the bosses were quite fun. Oh, wait. One thing before we move on to Jasmine's uh, verdict. Uh, so wh- how do you guys feel about how this sort of, you know, as Jasmine was saying, like interpreted the um, classic survival horror uh, formula into a into this new perspective. Um, I don't think it was scary at all, but I thought it was a really cool roguelike with a horror theme, if that makes sense. Like a, almost mm. like a dark fairy tale mm. theme, like Alice, like you said last podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I, wish <laughs> I don't think it was any less scary than the classic ones. <laughs> like yeah, the big spooky monsters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, pretty good. I I thought I especially when you get to the basement, I thought it was actually had some good you know, scares down there. I would love a bit. Oh, I was oh, just sorry, gonna go say, ahead. yeah, I yes. do admit the pitch black was scary at first. It lost the scariness after a little while. 
After like the 15 it's, minutes when I realized there weren't going to be any monsters down there, I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. <laughs> I feel like you guys burned through the, the vibe pretty quick on that because you guys very quickly got probably annoyed yeah. more so than anything. Yeah, I was I more pissed yeah, off me, than I'm, scared. I'm, I was like slowly walking past like the, the giant chandelier lady in the basement with my lantern that you're supposed to pick <laughs> mm-hmm. up. And you're like trying to, yeah, silently get past it. I guess it is yeah. a little bit less scary when you know, like, I move left or move right to get away from them. Yeah. There's no yeah. wondering about how you're going to get away. Does anyone else have anything else to say about the game? Uh, no. It, it was really cool. It's a, like, fresh take on a horror that, honestly, I think is suitable for any, any like, skill level. Yeah. E for oh, yeah. everyone. Yeah, exactly. E for everyone. <laughs> Minus the horror. Not E for that. <laughs> Minus the creepy creatures, yeah. yeah the hanging bodies and the like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay then. So now we have the the bonus point. Ah, yes. Jasmine. What are your thoughts? So who will get it? <laughs> oh, I actually played all three Jen. games. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I did play all three games this time. I played uh, Max's first, and then I jumped over to Buddy Simulator. Yeah. And then I played uh, A Place Forbidden today. Um, mm-hmm. So I just, I'll say something about all of them. Max, I really okay. liked yours. It was really cool. It, oh, it was no. really different. I'm already feeling not good about <laughs> this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Something, something's, something's not going to. Okay. You didn't choose it mine was, yet. I, I really liked the Rule of Rose horror in it. I've kind of not seen that a lot in horror games it always tends to be resident evil or silent hill but it, i really like that horror orphan take and then buddy simulator was that was really cool game it was a really cool game you first start off in like a text adventure and then uh your buddy evolves it to be sort of like a um top-down like pokemon style kind of game mm-hmm. and then he keeps evolving it and all these weird glitches happen and it's pretty creepy at some parts oh, it did really... jump scare me a few times <laughs> i didn't finish best. it but, oh, darn. but it That's was really good worth returning to oh well yeah i later in the game they uh added like a combat system that <laughs> i get this weird thing where if someone suddenly presses me to tell Tells me to press N on my keyboard, I can like not remember where N is. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so the combat works where it'll be like press A at a certain time. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh God. Oh, you mean like quick time events? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but with all the letters on the keyboard, anyways. Oh my God. Oh, that's okay. That's not a good idea. <laughs> so I, I was like, uh, I mean, I, I will eventually muscle my way through because it, it's a really cool, glitchy game where actually your choices make a pretty big difference. Yeah. And not all of them are super obvious. Um, yes, yeah, so that was really awesome. And then Dan's game was really cool too. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, the sort of like PT time looping. Um, well, you're going through a library and it kind of gets creepier every time you go through. And then as you're going through, there's also just really creepy little stories hidden throughout the library like there was this one story that sticks with me where it's about this guy who's tired and someone comes up to him and just like starts ripping off his face 
Whoa, I don't think I read that one, man. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, so he, like, goes up, starts... It's talking about how he rips off strips of his face, and the guy oh. is so tired, he, he doesn't want to stop him. And then by the end mm-hmm. of it, it's his face staring down at him. Oh, <laughs> dude. There's just definitely like, some spooky literature in there. Oh, yeah. There's just, like, creepy <laughs> stories all throughout there. So that was also really cool. So, my verdict. Ooh. And... I kind of want to mix things up because I really liked all of them. I want to give up the bonus point to Max. Oh, that nice. was really good. But then I want to give one of my points to Eric because I really liked Buddy Simulator. One of your existing points? Yeah. And then Whoa. I want to give another point to Dan. I want to give two Whoa. of my points away because I really liked all the games. They were all really wow. good. They were Damn. all really good. I did play all of them. Wow. Communism. <laughs> <laughs> distribute these wow points. you just completely shook up the game exactly well i think that might have been a needed <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a needed shake up yeah Ooh. now dan now however, dan's in the lead six holy cow oh man <laughs> <laughs> okay then so um the scores right now then are me with three jasmine with four Dan with six, and then Eric with three. So, wow. I mean, it's it's gonna be tight, and and, and now um, we actually have our um, winners too for the pumpkin challenge carving drawing as well, and we'll do that right now. So um, <gasps> I'll post these pictures on uh, our Twitter, and um, I'll have, I'll send them over to you, Jasmine, uh, <laughs> when uh, so you can post them to our Instagram and you can uh, see um, what we did for our Halloween pumpkins. Um, and now we'll just I'll just play a little audio clip of one of our judges discussing uh, his thoughts on which pumpkin he gave the point to. And then we also have another one written here who uh, he didn't have time to record, but. Um, he gave us his thoughts. So um, we'll first, first go through the one that was just written. So um, this one, uh, he said, um, my vote would definitely be for Jazz's drawing. Oh. It's cute. It's, uh, it's cute and cozy and right up my alley. And then um, uh, Eric's is a close second. Oh, vote. darn. So um, yeah, let me just... Thank you. <laughs> Very much so. I love the... the, the uh details you gave everybody i love how you thanked me for uh what is it a bowl cut i I don't know i had to like go back to one of the old pictures that you posted in the discord i like scrolled so far back i was like okay it kind of looks like this this perfect it it works out just fine good job so jasmine gets that point there or sorry wait uh, she gets one vote there. Let's see. 
Um, and if you ever, everyone can, if, does everyone see the um, the pumpkin challenge, the audio in there? Okay, we're all going to play it around the same time. Hello, this is Henry voting for the Digital Nightmares Pumpkin Challenge 2022. <laughs> and we got four pumpkins here today, and they all look very, very spooky. Miss you, Henry. We first have Dan's pumpkin with the ambient magenta lighting I very much dig it and then we have jasmine's which is a drawing of each of the digital nightmares members as well as the digital nightmares logo looking very intricate mm -hmm. and then we have max's oh yeah he actually drew on the pumpkin yeah looking very spooky with the eyes and the nose and the mouth <laughs> and lastly we have eric's he actually carved a cat got it all out of the pumpkin with a shooting star <laughs> on the side and a very thick tail <laughs> i think if i were to vote for the winner of this year's digital Ooh, drum roll pumpkin challenge i'm gonna have to give it to Eric. Oh, sure all right that's henry subbing in for the vote <laughs> <laughs> uh that was good. thank you again henry for for doing that um, it was really good so that means that uh since uh, the other voter who was uh, Tom, uh, the an old editor at the game creator, um, since he gave his second choice to Eric, that means that Eric, you get the point. Whoa! You get the bonus one for Thank the you. pumpkin challenge. I'm pulling ahead of right. Max. <laughs> so now <laughs> the adjusted scoreboard is uh, me with three, Jasmine with four, Dan with six. And Eric with four. Um, and I think we're also, um, at least I'll, I'll let you guys in on this. Uh, uh, I think we're also going to do one for November, uh, another bonus point challenge. Ooh. And I'll announce that um, uh, for next week. I'll keep it a little little secret um, and see who gets that one as well. So keep things shaken up so we don't know who's going to win. <laughs> um, but so what else have you guys uh, been playing? Uh like a lot first. of signalis. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. I, I feel so bad because so when I brought up this game, Max had revealed that he would have picked this for me had it been out in time <laughs> for my like round. And oh my god, yeah. I'm obsessed with this game. I I like a hundred percented it already. Oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. You know how I feel like for a lot of horror games, and I'm guilty of saying this too, we're always like, it's if Resident Evil and Silent Hill had a baby, it'd be mm. this game. But this game perfectly has the combat of Resident Evil, but then the horror of Silent Hill, there's literally a place called nowhere in this game, just like Silent Hill. It, it's incredible. It's one of my favorite games I've played in a long time. Wow. Highly New recommend. Silent Hill. Man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've this game has been getting, like, rave reviews, like, all over the place. Um, so I, that doesn't really surprise <laughs> me. But, like, yeah, it's 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 got a really kind of cool look to it, too. Like, a um, sort of modernish take on the PSX style. So, like, definitely definitely something pretty interesting. To, and it's been on, it's on my list just to try, at least. So It's very stylish. Um, yeah. Looks and... like it. And it got some like eva vibes to it too 
Yeah, it's it's really good. And the story is just confusing enough that you have to play it a second time. And, and a lot of the text, so during there'll be like glitchy horror kind of going on and like text that suddenly appears on your screen. It's all in German. And then if you tra- if oh, you wow. take the time to translate it, it says some pretty cool things. And uh, there was Wait, actually... but what about the Germans? They just get like free, yeah, free lore. And then there was actually an ARG aspect to a hidden mm. ending of this game as well, as having just oh, spoken whoa. about that. Arg and Arg? Um, Dude. There was a secret ending um, that you could figure out by taking these random... Uh, like pinging noises from the game and putting it in a program so it projects like an, an image from the noise and it like revealed locations where you could find secret keys oh dude it's very cool oh that's like real life really locations cool. no like within the game but you would just you would never be able to find them normally because so there's like a radio function in this game and you can set it to whatever frequency between like 60 and 210 or whatever you had to have your radio set to a specific frequency and click at a certain spot and then you could find the key damn that is so oh, cool, cool man i love ARG like, stuff. how, did, I love how did they find it so quickly i don't <laughs> know <laughs> but it was very cool and would highly recommend that game and also not to spoil it for yourself just just play it so you can be sitting there like that fox meme on the bed <laughs> mm. Would you say it's a, it's tough or is it like kind of just an average? Uh, there are three difficulties. There's casual, normal, and survival, which is difficult. Uh, mm -hmm. So the normal, I'd say, is really standard for anyone who's used to survival horror games. Mm -hmm. Like You'll have mm -hmm. some difficulties, but overall not too much. Survival, you need to beat to 100% the game and damn, that is hard. <laughs> oh, have you been doing that? I Yeah, I, I just finished it today. Oh, wow. It, it was very, very... I mean, if you've played lots of survival horror games and you kind of know when you need to like reload the game yeah. to, um, to save ammo or, or healing to do things a better way, then it's not bad. But if you're not used to survival horrors, uh, the survival difficulty would be extremely tough, I think. Mm. Yeah. You, oh, okay. You, you could kind of get like two shot if you're not being careful. <laughs> Oof, <laughs> that that does sound like a, a harder survival horror games like so. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely not not what I would go to uh, go for then. Uh, th at least that mm -hmm. level. But on casual or normal, you would you would have a good time. Right. Awesome. Nice. Well, did you play all... anything else or watch anything else for for Halloween? Anyone? Uh, uh... I definitely went all out on Halloween and watched the new Guillermo del Toro. Um, cabinet of curiosities i have been slowly watching some of those as well they I've been, are uh, been watching them with my girlfriend we haven't gotten through all of them but watch like five or six of them they are stellar and a hundred percent worth it <laughs> yeah i i uh so from what i could tell i didn't even realize that i thought they were all done by him but no they, they actually are like a, it's an anthology of different directors yeah <laughs> it took me Is like that a the... long time to get it it's like kind of Twilight Zone type of kinda, anthology. Yeah. It's more or less... yeah, like more like a Lovecraft spin on like it, but yeah. And it's all of it's a oh, bunch yeah, of I mean, different. I mean to watch that. Really good directors being directed or kind of directing under the production of Guillermo del Toro's kind of art direction, mm -hmm. which just comes together being like a bunch of really fun stories. Um, 
like especially because I love love Lovecraft so much. A bunch of fun, really fun stories that are just beautifully done, <laughs> more or less. Mm. Oh, uh, Eric, what's been your favorite one? Um, oh man, I think probably my favorite one has been the one with um, what's it called? I really actually like the sci-fi one, the one with the aliens. Oh yeah, I, I'd say was, that's what I was gonna say was one of my favorite ones. Probably well. the one with the alien. So there's an alien autopsy, uh, or not an alien autopsy. There's one where there's autopsies and an alien. That one's pretty good. And as a sci-fi fan, yeah. it's just so solid and so scary. It reminded me of an episode mm-hmm. of Doctor Who. Um, and then I really enjoyed the goofiness of the rat one. Um, I won't. The rat I don't one. Want to spoil yeah. anything I love more. the actor. Who's like just so over the top. But um. Oh, is that what I've been looking at here with these rat pictures? Oh, yeah. Rats. Isn't it? Oh no! Yeah, it went. Okay, so oh. Erica, while we have been talking, has been posting in our Discord channel pictures of rats and and rule of rose. <laughs> so um... they look weirdly erotic. Uh, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That part's actually super traumatic. Yeah, it is. It's so bad. Guys should play rule of rose. Yeah, that's a messed up game in the best horror way possible. And you guys, <laughs> Jazz and Dan, I implore you to please watch um Yamola Toro's Cabin of Curiosities. It is it's such a solid I definitely series. will. It sounds amazing. And um mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed just one little aspect of them, which is that they've been coming out in um, a serialized format, unlike a lot of stuff on Netflix where it's just dumb. Um mm-hmm. there's like actual hype for me every time a new episode's been coming out, we've been getting like or the new batch of episodes have been coming out, we've been getting really excited. Or at least we got really excited. We were like, oh shit, there's gonna be new episodes and follow it along, which <laughs> created a lot of you know enjoyment factor uh, i like things that come out kind of piecemeal and that you have to kind of keep up with yeah yeah sorry yeah so uh, even doing anything else eric or um i've played uh, other than working a shit ton i played um yeah a couple hundred hours of door fortress <laughs> oh my god uh, oh my, my god how, how could i like that is that is like the, the most perfect eric game. oh it is it is my absolute favorite game ever and i'm really excited because on december 6th the steam release is being released so now everybody can play it there's no excuse wow no longer <laughs> now now everybody can see it on steam and not play it. it's a very good game <laughs> it's a very very good game i enjoy it a lot if there are people who like stellaris and other sorts of uh kind of space station or kind of like basing ant, base building kind base of building or yeah, ant farm management kind of games it they are so much fun and having the stability and kind of support that a steam released product gets is only going to mean more people can choose to play it and can enjoy playing it which is super people cool. enjoy playing dwarf fortress oh god i love playing dwarf fortress like I said, <laughs> couple hundred i'm excited to see it on steam you, you should definitely play it when it comes out it is such a fun game to play um and has so much what can i say like fun associated with it i oh yeah i think the game is a complex beauty and if i was to be i, I was joking the past couple of weeks about tf2 being my favorite game but damn i tf2 it's is nothing fortress. compared to Dwarf fortress. you just love fortress games so. exactly <laughs> perhaps if I, I honestly could say that if I was like stranded on an island, the one game I would need and the one thing I would need is a computer with Dwarf Fortress and I could play it forever. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be a pretty bad computer then, yeah. No, it can't be. Like... Dude, Dwarf Fortress is hard. Oh, not anymore? Oh, it's never been. Dude, it uses your... Oh, it, it uses It racks my CPU to 100. 
everything. Oh my the god! Whole, I mean, I don't know if people know what Dwarf Fortress is, but um, it's like a ASCII-based ma- fortress management in which all your little dwarves are like people, but everything is procedurally gener- generated and actively generated. So you're, all your dwarves, like the hundreds that you have, are all having individual thoughts and all have preferences, and the entire world is being generated actively. Oh god. So like I always mm-hmm. assumed it was like the easiest game to run just based on oh, how no. it looks. It is, yeah, I didn't realize it's that. It's that easy because it's an easy way to program it, but it's an incredibly complex game. There's magic systems, mm-hmm. like all sorts of emotions, thought. I like most of the game is managing your dwarves' emotions and the reaction to things and making sure they don't get <laughs> like, you know, emotionally distraught. Yeah, pretty much. Like if they get upset, your whole fortress can fall apart because they'll just start killing each other in anger. Oh, oh my god! And that I like, can happen. I simply... don't even know if I should believe this or not. Like, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I can't no, tell if trolling us or not. No, I tantrum uh, spirals. Yeah. <laughs> like they'll see blood. They'll see blood, or somebody won't be like satisfied in the work they're doing every day. They're like, I don't like this job. I prefer to be a, a miller or a brewer. But they're you know a, like a a woodworker, and they'll like slowly get wow. angry and petty. And eventually they'll just have a tantrum and snap and start, like, killing people. And because dwarves are very strong, they'll just, like, ice oh a God. couple of their friends and then have a tantrum about killing their friends and then ice a couple more people. And then it just can, dis- oh it can destroy God. your fortress. Wow. <laughs> Not to go into it's it. It's really heavy on the dwarf psychology. It is. And then, I mean, everything. Keep happy. It, everything yeah, in that game happy. is super good. There's, like, history and lore and... All the rest of it. Each new game is a new experience. I definitely recommend. And once it's out on Steam, sorry to just rant there, but once it's out on Steam, there's no choice but to make you guys play it for. (laughs) Oh God! Oh God! If he wins, he's gonna make us play it. It's a very. I know. Me too. (laughs) Can I take care of them? Will they like me? Yeah. No. Yeah. Of course. Well, I mean, you're like a god. You're like um, Armok. So you're just like a top-down. You know. Hands off, God, who can't actually control them, which will just make you more frustrated at the game. <laughs> uh, they they praise Armok. That's about it. They fear you. Yeah. Dwarf God. Yeah. Okay. Enough of Dwarf Fortress stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna get you guys into it. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if Eric wins. He's probably will make us play that. So, well, if he wins, um, then we he deserves to make us play that. Yep, he does. That that's the game. Uh, what about you, Dan? Have you played anything or watched anything interesting these last couple weeks? Oh, not much. I've been super busy. Um, I did watch with some friends on Halloween while well, rewatch Hereditary. Oh, I can't yeah. remember we talked about that on here before. Cool, oh, man. It's a wild movie. Most horror movies. I can just be like, oh, well, skeletons aren't going to chase me around in real life. It's fine. Something about that one and like the the eeriness of it and everything's oh, yeah. just a really slow, creepy burn instead of jump scares. I definitely like had to check under my bed oh, going to sleep afterwards. Really? There wasn't a scary naked man under there or anything. <laughs> I, I liked that movie, yeah. but I just wish it had ended maybe like 10 minutes earlier. Oh yeah, I can it see what you mean. It goes kind of off the rails towards the yeah, end. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But it's definitely the number one movie to leave me like feeling really uneasy for hours afterwards. Mm. <laughs> I I like it. It's for me like I I almost wish they didn't have like the the um the ghost part. I won't even say what that is, but yeah. 
uh, in it um, or like the, you know, what, what happens at the end. Yeah. Because like to me, like I, I kind of preferred it when it was just sort of this like family trauma. And unanswered. Yeah, I agree. It's like in some way as well. I think it was definitely better during those parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a really interesting movie if you do want to watch it. But um, yeah. Anything else, Dan? Uh, not much else, I don't think. Uh, for me, I've been ever since uh, I've been haunted by uh, Stay Out of the House. <laughs> then I've been uh, bouncing between a lot of different games, trying different things. I, I watched a bunch, like two or three horror movies on uh, uh, on Halloween because I took the day off. Oh, um, lucky! So I, I and I have been watching as I said before the the Guillermo del Toro uh, Curious Cabinet Cabinet sorry Cabinet of Curiosities. But on uh, Halloween, I watched um, Mad God, finally, as Eric suggested it. It was very cool. Oh. Um, it's like a, the, the, the uh, stop motion um, epic, I guess you could call it. Not, not really. <laughs> um, but that was very interesting to watch. Um, and it's more, it's more, I would say, like a visual spectacle than that much else. But like, it's definitely really worth a watch if you like a horror <laughs> like i don't really know yeah it is. like it just fantasy sci-fi i mean if you're into like i would just say like the art art aspect if you're really oh, yeah. into like crafted worlds and especially oh yeah if you like claymation, claymation like this is and, really cool and puppets and, and stuff practical of like yeah all of that is just gorgeous it's just amazing yeah and it's presented it's kind yeah, of that... <laughs> you were saying Oh, I wasn't saying anything. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say it, it's presented in such a... It's funny to say that it's such a gorgeous movie presented in such a grotesque way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can't believe how... Like, it's so obvious how much time they put into it. it it's, yeah. it's an incredible movie to watch just from a visual perspective. It took like 30 um, years. But I, I watched... Oh, yeah. yeah. It took a, so long. Um, but I watched that. Uh, I watched... Um, the Fulci movie, um, Zombie, which is just like zombie island kind of stuff. I don't know really know what to say about it. It's like, it's Fulci. You can look it up. <laughs> it's, it's a classic sort of zombie movie. Um, and I did stick with one game, though, that I've been sort of ba- been bouncing between a bunch of different things. But I have been playing a good amount of Hyper Demon, which is... If people remember Devil Daggers, which came out, I think, 2016, which is like an endless um, arena shooter where there's all sorts of movement tech you have to learn. And it's uh, PS, uh, well, actually, it's more like early, uh, you know, Quake style uh, look. So, you know, very polygonal, low poly. Um, And it kind of looks like that, but like, oh, like on acid. It's just like the most insane thing and the sound design is so weird it like comes in and out and it's just like a visual like trip it's just like impossible to really describe it you just have to like play it and the game itself is really interesting and how it sort of like takes a different take on that sort of you know um endless um, arena shooter thing where essentially instead of like last as long as possible the score um, is based on making sure that you take out as many or get as many points by killing as many enemies as fast as possible. So if you're not killing enemies, you're losing points. 
So it forces you to be really aggressive. Um, so yeah, that that's um, Hyperdemon. There's all sorts of interesting stuff with that. But um, yeah, that that I've been going through um, and it's trying to get further with that. And I'm just playing a little bit of a Kirby Star Allies. But yep, that's pretty much it for me. Um, anyone else have anything else to say? No, it seems like we all had good weeks. All right, then. Well, we're all, we're all sad that Halloween's over, but yeah. um, <laughs> if you want to feel a little bit better about Halloween being over, you can like and share the podcast <laughs> and leave a review on your podcast app of choice. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at DigiNightPod for both. Um, and then you can also um, check out our next episode, which will be out um, November 25th. I think my, is that Thanksgiving for us, Eric? That might be. Um, I might be not. Uh, but it won't. No, we'll be recording before then, so it won't shouldn't impact it. But um, other than that, have a a, a great rest of your week. Um, bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>